What is up, guys? This is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 229 of Strong the Iron Way, Will Way official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company. I was recently introduced to a, a really cool concept. Um, I'm listening to a book called Anti-Fragile. There's some more to the, t- to the title, but if you just Google that, you'll find it. And what, what I love about this concept is it takes a concept that we are aware of, but kind of tweaks it a little bit. So let me explain, and then you'll see how I tie this into um, our topic. So if you think of the word resilient, okay? Um, and, you know, I think we one of the things we strive for as we get stronger physically, mentally, emotionally is to be resilient, right? So when you think of resilience or something that is resilient, uh, it's something that can survive struggle, right? Something that comes back. So if you look at a resilient plant, for example, uh, that plant could undergo um, a tough season, uh, being stomped on, broken, mowed, um, not enough water, not enough sun, whatever, but then it comes back, and it comes back in its original form. So it was like never damaged by the struggle that it faced. Um, But the author of Anti-Fragile talks about anti-fragile being something different, not resilient. So what he says is when you think of something that's fragile, it's something that's broken easily, right? So we definitely do not want to be fragile. Our goal is to not be fragile human beings. We don't want to be broken by every challenging circumstance we face, whether that's physical, mental, emotional, or all of the above. We want to be resilient. But what he talks about is the opposite of fragile is not resilient. There actually wasn't even a word for it because if you think about something that's resilient, okay, or let's go back to fragile for a minute. So fragile is damp is forever damaged by the event. Okay? The glass is the fragile glass is broken and doesn't come back. The fragile flower is broken and doesn't come back. The fragile human being is broken and doesn't come back. The resilient flower is bent and comes back. The resilient human comes back. But the fragile thing has had its form changed forever. The resilient thing is really not changed by the event. It's just the same as it was before. It's not worse, but it's not better. The opposite of fragile would be that something that's changed permanently by the stress, by the challenge, and it's changed for the better. So it improves from the stress, from the event, from the challenge, from the struggle. And that was like a bell going off in my head like that's the concept of strength training right that's how this whole thing works is that your body when you begin the program is in this kind of neutral state let's call it when you go to strength train and begin undertaking strenuous physical activity your body is temporarily broken down by the stress Okay, it's actually, if, if, you're, if you're calling where you started neutral, we're going to go negative for a little while, right? We're going to be weaker and broken down temporarily after beating ourselves up with 
the weights or some kind of physical activity. Now, if we were resilient, we would just go back to our normal state after our exercise. So we'd really never improve from exercise. We would just break our body down and it would come back. Our bodies through exercise are actually anti-fragile, right? After the challenge, after the exercise, the body compensates by becoming stronger than before the stressor, stronger than it was before the challenge. And we continue to repeat this process over and over and undergo or, or put ourselves through more and more challenge. The, the greater the challenge, the greater the growth, right? So over time, we see people become infinitely stronger than when they started because little by little, the stress and the challenge that they put their body through results in a much, much stronger organism. Okay, this is also the process of evolution, right? This is how we all ended up where we are. This is why the stronger varieties of plants and people survive. Uh, so I thought this was just a really interesting way to look at life and stress and challenges and a way to embrace them because we're going to face them, right? Trying to live a life where we avoid all kinds of stress, challenges, um, is not a life to, to be desired, to be honest, because um, it just leads to this stale, neutral existence um, with no improvement. Um, but the only way to really get that strength and that improvement is to run into some challenges and some struggle uh, here and there. So... Uh, there are a lot of people who talk about exercise um, as so necessary because um, it's a way that we can assure that we are undergoing a challenge and that we can overcome it and adapt. And even though it's primarily physical, um, as I've talked about many times, you know, there's a, there's a huge mental component to this. I mean, if you think about going into the gym to work out and trying to, you know, beat your previous record with a certain amount of weight or a certain amount of reps. I mean, it's hard. It's not comfortable. Uh, it's, it's arguably not even enjoyable at that point. Um, but it requires mental toughness to get under that bar and keep going and do those three or four more reps that you really don't want to do. Um, you're building mental toughness and mental strength there by forcing your body to do something that your your mind is saying no but you're you're overriding your mind's instinct in doing it and this is such an important um, quality skill to have in life because there's so many situations where uh, you're gonna have to do things that you don't want to do you know we look at that with our kids all the time trying to teach them that there's a lot of things that you don't want to do but you have to look at the end result and that's why we're doing it right a uh, good example was we went down to the neighbor's house to, to help them with something, and they have this really uh, long, uh, fairly steep driveway. And my son has brought, had brought his bike. He's riding the bike down the driveway, flying down. We're talking about, oh, man, how great would this be to build a ramp down there to do some jumps off of. So we got home, and I said, "Is that don't they have a great driveway? Uh, and you can go so fast. He was like, oh, yeah. And then my daughter said, well, yeah, except it's really hard to climb up. And I thought, wow, isn't that, isn't that it, right? Isn't that it right there? You know, in order to be able to have that fun, exhilarating, challenging ride down, we, we have to climb up, 
right? We, we can't have that great ride down the hill or down the ski slope without the ride up. There's no fucking gondola in life, right? There's no gondola. We got to climb up the mountain in order to ride it back down. And I think that's what's missing so often is that we're so busy bitching about the climb up that we just figure, you know what? If I don't, if I don't want to go skiing, if I don't want to ride my bike down the mountain, I don't even have to climb up. So true, yeah, you can avoid that climb, right? You can avoid that uncomfortable climb up, but you never ex- get to experience the exhilaration of the ride down. And that, that to me has been my experience with life so far. You know, when I've gotten complacent and tried to live in a way that avoided uncertainty, being uncomfortable, uh, a life that was safe and not scary, um, it was quite boring after a little while, right? Because the uncertainty and the fear and the excitement is what ultimately led to the growth and exhilaration that would would follow. Um, So I think, I don't know, for me, it's just keeping that in mind when A, deciding whether to make a decision to embark on something that could potentially be scary, challenging, threatening. Um, I remind myself that without that climb, and that struggle first, there is no growth, there is no reward, right? And that staying neutral is, is just really not rewarding at all. Um, and and the fact that, like, when things become challenging, even when they weren't, when it wasn't your decision to make it challenging, right? Um, you know, we can, we can argue with that at first, and that's natural, right, to, to kind of push back against it and just be upset. But then I think if we approach it as, hey, I'm going to grow from this experience. I'm going to be anti-fragile. I'm going to get better and come back bigger and better and stronger from this than I was before. Um, it's a very healthy mindset to approach the challenge. And, and I think you see that. Uh, again, there's so many parallels. But if you look at businesses, you know, when, when businesses face um, big challenges, maybe that's a change in the market. Maybe that's a huge competitor moves in. Um, and the business is temporarily injured, damaged, um, an anti-fragile business will take a look at what they're doing and come up with a solution that's actually even better than what they were doing before, right? Because that challenge, that stress forced them to think outside the box, to come up with something different. And, and many times you'll see that, you know, um, the classic business example is Netflix and, um, Uh, like Blockbuster or whatever. I think Blockbuster Video uh, was given the option to buy Netflix early on, and uh, they didn't, right? Uh, So that's back when people used to go to the actual video store, rent a video, take it home, return it in a few days. Uh, Netflix came out, and they were going to start mailing... it might even have been video cassettes, but I think it was maybe DVDs. Uh, DVDs were probably just starting. They would mail them to your house, and you'd mail them back in, but it saved you that trip to the video store. Blockbuster didn't think that was going to go anywhere, and um, they didn't get involved. And obviously, as we all know, most of you have never even heard of Blockbuster because they got crushed by Netflix. Um, Netflix, when things went digital... Um, could have been crushed by Amazon and everybody else who was offering digital movies, downloads, and so forth. But what Netflix did is say, hold on, let's take our same service and let's package it 
digitally, right? And obviously, we all know where Netflix is now. So, um, you know, they were somebody that took this big challenge that could have ruined them and actually developed a much stronger, better business model from it. So I think we can do that in our personal lives. Maybe it's a, a job change or a layoff or a change in your family dynamic or something like that. I think, yeah, be upset about it for a little while. Um, but, you know, the, the faster you can accept it, um, I've mentioned before a phrase I always think of, stress is arguing with what is, right? So when something is what it is, um, you can keep arguing with it, but it's not going to improve the situation. You know, the, the situation improves when you decide to figure out a way to deal with it and not only deal with it, but make the best of it. Um, so I'm going to leave it at that, but I think uh, anti-fragile is my new buzzword and my goal for living and i hope uh, this makes sense and that's something that you can also apply see you guys